0: Dozen roses, glass of wine, slippers, and PJ's feeling fine. Advice is nice. It's advice by the fireplace with Dan Lila Karen. CJLO 1690.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Advice by the Fireplace. Settle in. Get comfy. Put that tush right in whatever you're sitting in. I hope you're not hovering over anything while you listen. My name is Dan Lila. We're in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. One of the greatest cities on earth. I've never been to most. But I like this one. This is the show where we get letters sent in by our listeners. These letters? Fan mail? No, no, no. These letters? Death threats? Some of them. But most... Most of these letters we get are advice questions that I and a special guest who I bring in every week. It's, it changes this week. We got a doozy. What a guest as always. I don't say it before the guest is on, but this is a guest. She spoilers. She will help us answer these advice questions sent in by our listeners actually i find them on the internet but two weeks ago we had a real one and if you have a real advice question you can really send it in at the real website i mean web address email this is real (laughs) advice by the fireplace at gmail.com write me a letter i won't say your name Unless you want me to. Unless you're pulling a Destiny's Child on me. And no one is around me. Because I'm alone in the studio. Everyone knows that. Hello, hello, hello. Everyone knows when I'm alone in the studio, I say hello three times. (laughs) Each one gets quieter. I don't know why. That's my little thing. I'm kooky. I'm like uh, that blue puppet that eats... All those chocolate chips. I'm a I'm a kooky monster. Speaking of kooky monster, <laughs> I could go anywhere right now, but I'm gonna go inward. Talk about myself. What else is new? Jeez. It was my birthday this week, folks. Hey, happy birthday! Happy birthday to me. <laughs> Of course, I won't do the whole song. Happy birthday to me! You know the rest. I won't continue. Happy birthday, Dan Lila. Okay, well now I'm I'm this far. I might as well. Happy birthday to me! Thank you, me. You're welcome. <sighs> That's the candles that I blew out. I lit a. Ca- You're not supposed to light candles in the studio. I argued so hard for the fireplace. And I said, nothing else. (laughs) I said, okay. But there's a birthday rule. I do what I want on my birthday. It was a special one this year. I'll tell you what. I turned 33. My Jesus year. That's right. The year I'll finally watch The Passion of the Christ. No spoilers. I don't want to know how Mel Gibson turns out. Is he a good guy? Ah, Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I'll find out. (sighs) Hmm. Last year, 32, it was a good one. That was my Titanic year. So that was sad. Oh, Just share that wooden plank. Kate. Winslet. I forget the character name. Rose. Winslet. Wouldn't that be cool? (laughs) If she was a descendant? Anyway. I'm excited about that. It's a good birthday. I got calls. Hold on one second. Oops. Adjusted the mic, thought I could do it quietly. What was I saying? I got calls from my friends and my family. It was incredible. The president called, not the one you're thinking of. I got a couple of cameos from big celebs bought for me by my friends. Kevin from The Office. The guy in The Office from We Need to Talk About Kevin. That was nice and cyclical. Former WWE superstar Doink the Clown. I'm truly blessed. Hashtag Doink the Clown. (laughs) I opened many gifts this year. I tore open a gift wrap. Taped up very tight. Lots of tape. Some bows. Some arrows. An axe was attached to one of them. It was decorative. I had to give it back. But it was nice too many bags though. Can I give you a tip? Here's a little free piece of advice. Wrap anything you have with anything else. Don't put it in a bag, okay? Wrap it in newspaper, wrap it in one of your shirts. Just wrap. Do like uh do like notorious BIG and wrap, okay? You know what I did when I get when I get a bag? You know what I do? I just rip it into pieces. I pretend it's gift wrap. I rip it. I'm not kidding. Into like 30 to 40 pieces. No one is reusing this bag. I have a few birthday traditions that I love. I went to the post office for my free birthday stamps. I do that every year. I love to lick. Don't pull that and use the audio for something else. I watched my favorite birthday film A Christmas Carol I watch it every year It's my little tradition It's a nice way to get into the Halloween spirit It's the spookiest movie of the year <laughs> Of the year that I watch it Which is every year So it's the spookiest film ever So many ghosts I went to Uncle Flapjack's Waffle Hacienda. Had my complimentary stack of birthday waffles Sprinkles Whipped cream a little chocolate birthday hat on top of there. I love it. I asked for a side of pancakes. They did not like that. Daggers were shot at me from the waiter. Other waiters, the chef even, came out. He said, is this the guy? And then a dagger. I said, flapjacks, you're in. they're in your name, though. They said, we don't have pancakes here, okay? It's a flapjack of waffles. That's what they told me. I said, I don't think that's right. It was a whole thing. I said, by the way, Uncle Flapjack's Waffle Hacienda, we're on the fifth floor. How does that make any sense? What is this place? I'm not coming back next year. Actually, I am. The waffles are good. They're so flat. They're flat. Some of them have blueberries in them. They're perfectly round. These are good waffles. I get them every year. The thing about birthdays, here's the thing. The thing about birthdays, they make you reflect, don't they? Where were you last year on this exact day? The year before. Where will you be on this day next year? For example, last year I spent my birthday with my lover. Hmm. This year my lover is no more. This year I spent my birthday with my fighter. My German boxer friend named Guglo. We had an old fashioned brawl, okay? Kendo sticks. He gave me my 33 birthday lashes, which he called hinder hits. Ouch. Or whatever the German equivalent of ouch is. Two years ago, I spent my birthday in a whole different city the upside down city of New Montreal. It was my first time in such a future, future, it was futile to speak. It was futuristic. We walked on the ceilings. We ate regular pineapple cake. Three years ago, I slept through my birthday. I remember the night before, I was at a friend's house. I got into my very first waterbed. It was my first time. I couldn't believe it. put my head on on that sopping wet pillow. I jiggled around. Till I laid completely still, still as a lily pad. and I fell asleep for literally 28 hours straight. Slept through the whole birthday. I needed it, I guess. By the way, did I say "friend's house" before? Sorry, I, me- I meant mattress store. I went to a mattress store, I tried a waterbed. I think nobody noticed me. It was pretty quiet, and I never snore. Next year, who knows where I'll be. I'll tell you what, though. I've made a scrapbook in my mind with a few memories and images from each birthday I've lived through. Every single one. I'll tell you what. Move over, Bible. Because this, this is a good book. And you better believe I'm ready for a whole new year. A whole new Dan Lila. 33. 30. Flirty. Three. Teehee. Boy, I can't wait to see what those pictures in my mental scrapbook are going to look like next year. (laughs) Who knows? I could be anywhere. With anyone. Only time... We'll tell. You know what? Maybe next year my birthday might be on a Wednesday. And that means I'll be spending it right here at CJLO, 1690 AM in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Speaking of Montreal, Quebec, Canada, we're going to get a call from Montreal, Quebec, Canada in just one minute. But first, you know, we're going to go to an ad. We're going to hear a break, some promos. Someone's going to sell you something. Keep those ears and wallets open. And we'll be right back with a very special guest, some advice, questions, and so much more. Here at CJLO 6090 AM, we're going to go to a break. Let's do it.
0: Listen to Fatal Attraction, CJLO's most mysterious, surreal comedy talk show, every Friday at 2 a.m. That's right. I'm officially a vampire. Tune in to hear me play music by queer artists of color, talk about self-care and feelings, and sometimes interview really cool people. So that's Fatal Attraction on CJLO 1690 AM. You should really listen to it.
1: She's a real cool
0: sister.
1: Them She's a type. Hi, this is Jeff from Wilco, and you're listening to CJLO Montreal.
0: Pop Montreal International Music Festival is back from September 28th to October 2nd, 2022. Five days of music and over 200 artists, including teen punk viral sensations, Ooh. the Linda Lindas, Canada's first drag race winner, Priyanka. 70s British punk group Samandi, Grammy nominated and Juno award winner Alison Russell, iconic dance hall queen Sister Nancy, post rock legends Tortoise, and many more. The festival also features film screenings, visual art, symposium discussions, and as always, many surprises. Get your tickets and passes now at popmontreal.com.
1: CJLO. <clears throat> 1690. Welcome back to Advice by the Fireplace. It's me, your host, Dan Lila. Am I alone? Usually, yes. Philosophically, yes. But no, I have a very special guest on the phone, and I'm very excited. Oh my gosh, where do I begin? Writer, comedian. All around, wonderful friend, great person, and I need a fifth thing, I'm assuming excellent dancer. Please welcome to the show, Ellie Gill. How are you, Ellie?
0: I'm doing great. Hello, Daniel. How are you?
1: I'm excellent. Thank you for being on the show. My pleasure. How has your day been this uh, overcast Wednesday?
0: Oh, crazy. I uh, had two deadlines and I was just working on writing.
1: Deadlines What kind of deadlines Are we talking here
0: Oh uh, Well One is a book review And the other one is I don't know A rewrite of a Oh sorry I live in a school neighborhood um, (laughs) Rewrite of an article About men and women
1: Mm, The ultimate article (laughs) Mm -hmm. People have been writing articles About that for centuries The Mysteries. Well, geez, thank you so much for being here. Before we begin, I'd like to ask all my guests, uh, their age, weight, uh, no, 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 that's for later. I'd like to ask them, how do you feel about giving advice? Do you feel like you're in the right position? We're amateurs, of course, but uh, do you feel like I've got the right person for this job?
0: I think I can generally give some pretty good advice if it's a topic that I know a bit about. So I give advice to my friends if they ask for it. I do think there's a great rule of thumb, which is don't take advice from anyone who you don't respect their life choices.
1: Mm, mm. Put
0: that as a caveat.
1: That's, that's interesting. So uh, you're saying you <laughs> respect their life choices. So I don't know. Uh, do, uh, you've put me in a fantastic position here. Dan Lila, my fans that ask me for, for my advice, do they know my life choices? Hmm. Mm. Maybe I should be more open with my fans Do you have any questions about my life Before we get started To prove my advice bona fides Or bona fides
0: I'm sure that so they would appreciate that um, No I think uh, From what right I know of your life It seems pretty nice You seem a great uncle
1: I am Oh well, thank you very much I am an uncle um, I think you know Great uncle Not yet We'll, we'll see if she Anyway <laughs> <laughs> that's for down the road I think I'm a good uncle and because of that I give good advice I think she's never asked me for advice my niece I'm prepared
0: isn't she really small isn't she like like, like a toddler
1: she is a toddler <laughs> yeah she barely speaks I mean she does speak a lot but she doesn't really uh, she's asked me for advice in terms of Daniel what is that <laughs> and then I explain what it is is that advice I think so great advice thank you very much um speaking of great advice we're about to give (laughs) great advice i'm very good at segues. ellie thank you for being here i I got the right person for this job we have three questions sent in by our listeners and they need our help so are you ready to hear our first question yeah okay that's an enthusiastic yeah (laughs) that's all i need baby i love it here we go this first question i'm rubbing my hands together in excitement This is written by Koala Jones, all the way from Portland, Brazil. So here we go. Koala says this, Dear Advice by the Fireplace and Guest. Oh, you get a shout out. When my husband and I were dating, he introduced me to the sport of cycling. Before that, it had just been a means of transportation. A few years of training later, it turns out I'm actually pretty good at it. I've been on the podium three times this year. But he has not. He's definitely jealous. Should I stop competing? Love Koala Jones from Portland, Brazil. Wow.
0: Mm, tough, wow. One.
1: tough one. Big wheels keep on turning.
0: Yeah. Or do they? Competitive in their relationship. That's a tough one. Um.
1: Interesting, Koala Jones. So.
0: Koala Jones. Uh. Right off the bat, I would say you both love it, don't you? He got you into it. You're competing. You know, he's jealous because he cares about it. Yeah, first of all, talk to him. Tell him that you can tell that he's jealous in a gentle way.
1: hmm That's what I'm curious about. He is okay. definitely jealous. I wonder why, I mean, obviously, you can tell when someone's jealous, but I'd like to know how it manifests. Is he biking less? Are there, Is their relationship uh, frayed in all senses? At breakfast, is it awkward? Or is it just when biking comes up, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, does mm. he still support her biking activities? Does he still show up for her flower receiving on the podium, etc.? I would hope
1: so. I would hope he sprays her with champagne. <laughs> I had a friend who swore that that champagne must be boiling hot because it's out there in the sun waiting for the winter all day. And when it gets oh. sprayed on people, everyone thinks it's nice and refreshing. Mm-mm, they think it's... It, they think it burns. <laughs> it,
0: it, wow, yeah, <laughs> I should hope not. Um... I mean, I think what she can do is just continue what she loves to do. I mean, if she likes it, I think it's it's bad to stop doing something you love for your person you're seeing, or even your spouse.
1: That's very Um, true,
0: unless there's a really good reason to, which you should probably discuss between you. Otherwise, what if you get resentful? You know, and you've got a whole other set of problems.
1: Absolutely, two resentments don't make uh, whatever the opposite of resentment is uh, positive feelings.
0: No. Yeah, I can't have
1: it. You know, it's interesting. She says, turns out, she writes, turns out I'm actually pretty good at it. But she doesn't mention how much she likes it or doesn't like it. You know, uh, she introduced me to the sport of cycling before that just been a means of transportation. I think she's, yeah, is she realizing that this passion is maybe bigger than her husband's? And uh, whether it is or isn't, I completely agree. Keep going.
0: Maybe she can tease him a bit about it. Maybe she can try to be playful about it. Um, Absolutely. That can help to, you know, broach something without it being a confrontation. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. We're big proponents of playfully and with consent pinching butts and going, "Come on!" and doing quick pinches here. That seems to be
0: like his butts as well. So it's me... <laughs> true. It's true.
1: It's interesting. You know, I'm sorry to pry, but have you ever dealt with something like this? Jealousy in the relationship. In terms of not other partners, like but maybe jealousy? exactly yeah. activities and such.
0: Yeah, it's a tough one. I uh, I once did some writing things, uh, and I was seeing someone who also did some writing things, and there was this sort of competitiveness a bit. We would work on each other's writing. Um, mm-hmm. We both thought we were better than the other one. It wasn't it wasn't that comfortable, but at least you know we had someone to talk with about our interests.
1: Mm-hmm. And in some way, it, it ignites yes, a you passion. Know
0: I could like I could palm, you know, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'll have to pry about that later. Very <laughs> curious. Um, mm. So I think koala. If you're actually should I stop competing is the last question. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say no. If you love it, I might even say hell no. And I don't care if I will get a fine on the radio. Hell no, you don't stop competing. If you like biking, you bike until you can't bike anymore. Now, how do you deal with the jealous husband? Like Ellie said right at the beginning. Chat. Talk. Talk out the feelings. You don't know, maybe it's tied to something else in his life. Maybe he was beaten by a tricycle as a child. <laughs> maybe.
0: <laughs>
1: Ellie, please stop me from talking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a perfect uh, perfect encapsulation of, of what this person should be approaching. Also, it sounds lovely to be uh, biking around in Brazil. Gosh. fantastic life oh i'm so Absolutely. lucky
1: a couple of you know maybe some big hills there but only improve your calf muscles you know what i mean yeah so i, I think that's it do you have anything to add to koala jones
0: i think i'll be okay i
1: think i'll be all right mm-hmm. koala uh, good, uh here's to you and your fourth victory of the year you know what i mean here we go okay <clears throat> This is, we got another letter here. We're not stopping this advice train. Wow. This is, thank you. I know. People want to stop. I say, no, we can't. <laughs> so this is, this is question number two. This is coming all the way from Stain, Illinois. And it's written by Agatha Mangos. And Agatha, she says this. <clears throat> Dear advice by the fireplace. I have security cameras set up on the inside and outside of my home. The cameras record everything, and I can see all activity from my cell phone. Recently, I've been getting alerts about activity being detected in my backyard while I'm at work. I was totally freaked out by this, until I realized it is my mother-in-law creeping around my property. She's been looking through our windows, specifically the primary bedroom and my infant son's room. I talked to my husband about it, and he said that he would handle it, but he is not great at standing up to his mother. I've decided to take matters into my own hands. How do I approach her without causing a huge fight? Love, Agatha Mangos.
0: Oh, wow. okay. Neighborhood all, watch. Agatha Mangos, there's like a whole part of this that's not being discussed that I think is very important. I'd Why like would it. anyone have cameras on the inside and the outside of their home? That mm. sounds horrible. That sounds like the worst <laughs> life that's possible to have. Uh, for you know, Well, not literally, but it sounds pretty bad.
1: That's very interesting. Yes, my house is security camera list. That's for sure. Um
0: Yeah, that's a good oh, point.
1: Secure I don't know. They're scared of break-ins. They uh maybe some paranormal activity has been going on. I don't know, but you're absolutely right. I'm not sure why there's cameras in the house. I guess people like cameras, the safety of it or whatever. Mm. I don't know. I'm not a camera guy myself. Look, I'm on the radio, so. Yeah. Uh
0: and the other thing is just uh, the the mother in law relationship is always a tough one. I think the best solution for that one is never getting married, and then you'll never have one. But since you've already uh, you've already made that mistake, I yeah. think
1: yeah, you should well, get
0: divorced first of all.
1: Okay, uh, all right, starting strong.
0: Yeah, because really, I mean, if you have to worry about her looking into your windows and your husband not, you know, talking with her about it, it's just going to create bigger problems later. So you better cut it off at the source.
1: It's true. She says he's not good at standing up to his mother. Hmm. What else is he not gonna stand up to his mother about? You know. Today it's the security. Today she's walking around the perimeter. Next week she's in the house. The week after yeah, that. He
0: doesn't trust you.
1: The week after that you open the shower. She's in the bathtub. Law. With a, with Next. binoculars on. Yeah. This is a cartoon woman.
0: Someone else wants to see everything as well. Exactly. He's in the pod.
1: You know, it's interesting. She says, I've decided to take matters into my own hands. So she's she's doing this no matter what, you know. She's decided she can't take it anymore. She's going to confront the mom, uh, uh, mother-in-law. It sounds like
0: she has a plan already. Matters into her, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. That usually implies, like, I've got, like, an intention. I'm exactly. going to do something about it. And I hope it's, you know, something um, on par. Like, if, you, if you're going to get into a kind of uh, intrusion slash prank war with someone that you're close to... The trick is to have it be at scale, right? So if you, if if you're gonna take matters into your own hands about her snooping around your house, uh, if you you could snoop around her house, for example.
1: That's great. Um, tit for tat, I degree. hope you can say that. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely you know, right.
0: Don't set up bear traps, that's too much. No, no. Uh, no. too little would be maybe mouse traps. Curtains. Like you gotta you gotta make sure you're meeting them where they're at.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what I wonder. Again, how do I approach her without causing a huge fight? She wants to tell the mother. Like, this is obviously not... You know, the subtext is exactly, they don't get along. If this was a problem, she'd say, come on in, you know? Oh, she's outside, I'll keep the door unlocked. Whenever you want to creep by, just walk in the front door. This is not an option. This seems like, leave us alone. We want our privacy, don't be a creep. So I'm going to say, how do you approach her without causing a huge fight? I like this. Subtle ways, uh, chicken wire <laughs> around the like you said, you don't want to, you don't want anything to, you don't want to build a moat that'll be too obvious. Tell the mom, Oh, yeah, we've been having some, uh, some pigeon problems, you know, security the way it is. Build the chicken wire around the windows, she can't get three feet near it. This is one solution.
0: You Allie. can make her feel uncomfortable, sort of in a roundabout way, if she doesn't know you have the cameras as well. You could say something like we've been hearing noises around the house.
1: Oh, that's or, uh, true. we've
0: been noticing little changes and we think someone might be coming around the house during the day. Something where, you know, she doesn't know that you know it's her, but she'll start to think, oh, maybe I have to either stop doing this or be a little more sly about it. And then if she's more sly about it, of course, since you have the cameras already, you could just keep doing that. Keeping like, oh, well, you know, and they were around this particular corner, X, Y, Z. Um,
1: no, I think It that's may a- not
0: work, but it would be playing on her own level.
1: No, Ellie, that's a great idea. You say, Oh my god. You invite her over for breakfast. You say, I can't believe it. I can't I don't know who it is. Some creep has been creeping around. Nothing would make me more nervous and then you really milk it. You know, when you talk about how unsafe you feel when people look through your window, you pretend you don't know it's her. But you really lay into the fact that you hate when people are around there. You feel like your child is unsafe. Whatever you want to come up with. Is this a good idea? Is this like a sitcom trope? And now there's some misunderstanding. She doesn't know you know. Mm. I like this.
0: But well, you already started from misunderstanding. Why not make it, you know, a little bit more spicy?
1: A little bit spicy. Okay, so pepper spray near the windowsill. Is that what
0: <laughs> No? You could suggest, oh, you know, but what the person doesn't know is, you know, uh, the roof has been a little bit shaky recently. If anything falls off, who knows what could happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But
0: just a bit of danger. Make sure she knows
1: what she's getting into. I, okay. You know what? She has a lot of... Op- Agatha, you got a lot of options here. There is, of course, inviting her over and just talking to her about it. Why are you walking around my property? It's a little strange. Uh, I'm seeing. I'm getting alerts about this activity being detected in my backyard. You know what? This gives me an idea. Turn the alerts off. Why do you have security anyway? No one's bothering you. A robber's going to come. They're going to see your mother-in-law. Oh someone's, oh, someone's already casing the joint, you know? I say turn the alerts off. Confront the mom nicely. Maybe do some spicy shenanigans in your mom's house. And I think that's pretty much it. What do you think?
0: I think so. I mean, worst, worst case scenario, you could always outsource the spying to your mother-in-law. If you got a better relationship of trust, you could say, listen, I need to look at the inside and the outside of my house on my phone at all times. It's a little bit demanding to have all these cameras in this app. If you could just sit inside my home and walk out from time to time and watch it all day, every day, and then get back to me and everything happens. It's a low-tech solution, but, you know, then you're both happy, right?
1: Absolutely. Or even, I just thought of this, too. Outsource her in a different way. Hey, um, you know, I think my, let's say, kids, friends, mom is up to no good. Can you go spy on them? I'll give you the address. I need you to spy on somebody else for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Yeah. There's... I give her more activities. Give her other things to do. You <laughs> exactly. could also give her a different address if you needed to. Just tell her that you moved and then pretend to live somewhere. else.
1: Right. Pack your things up in boxes one day. Say, we're moving. <laughs> I don't know. If that if That's maybe a short-term solution, but it could work. <laughs> All right. I think, you know what, yeah. Agatha? You got a lot of options. You're a wonderful woman. Thank you for listening. I think we got to move on. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Ellie, how are you feeling? Do you think we those first two? Did we solve them?
0: I think we did all right. I think we, had, uh, we gave people some ideas.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the thing. We're we're like um, we're not here to give you concrete answers. We're here to give you what's the opposite of concrete? Like rope and wood answers. You know that kind of bridge.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That might collapse if you actually use it, but it'll be cool. fun. <laughs>
0: People are going to take advice if they, don't, if they don't believe it's the right advice anyway. So sometimes, you know when people say, you know, if you're making a choice, flip a coin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'll know which one you actually want to do. I see. If it lands on the opposite one. Right. It's like that.
1: I like that. So, okay. You know what? You're absolutely right. We're someone to, to bang things off of. We're someone to, uh, we give you an idea. You take it, you leave it. And speaking of take it or leave it, we got one more advice question. Are you ready?
0: already
1: okay this one's coming in from ruth newcomb uh all the way from scrunt lake oh wow another listener from scrunt lake that's incredible
0: it's beautiful this time
1: of year oh it's beautiful it's beautiful this time of year a little hot but it's beautiful she says this dear advice by the fireplace i'm hoping you can give me some insight for compassion my mother's name is an odd spelling of an otherwise traditional name For instance, her name is Lucy, L-U-C-E-Y, but spelled L-U-C-E-E. She gets very upset when people don't get the spelling right, which is often because I've never seen a similar spelling of this very common name. I understand her attitude about this because that's her given name and she certainly has the right to expect people to get it right. Here's the rub though. She recently became a grandmother and has declared a very odd spelling of her chosen grandmother name. She has chosen to be called Nana, but instead of N-A-N-A, she decided it must be spelt N-A-N-apostrophe-N-A-H. She is insistent upon the spelling she has created. Why do this, especially after a lifetime of lamenting people misspelling her name? I've never cared much about what people called me, let alone how they spelled it. I feel like this is an attention grab on her part making us parents remember to include apostrophes and weird letters every time we text or write on behalf of our kids. I understand it's not a huge ask, but I'm just having trouble taking it as seriously as she does. Any thoughts? Love, Ruth Newcomb from Scrant Lake.
0: Oh, so many thoughts. Ooh, this sits yeah. close to home for me. Yeah. Um, Let me just
1: say wow spelt W apostrophe O W. Go on.
0: Yeah. Well, so uh, I have a, a similar condom with my own name. I have an unusually spelled uh, given name, mm. and I have a nickname that's also unusually spelled. Uh, the thing is, it's pretty goofy, though, the whole situation. Uh, this grandmother uh, acting a bit goofy. I think as a grandmother, there's some leeway for choosing what your given name is, but not necessarily um, doing things that are burdensome to people, even in a very small way. Uh, I think, in a way, it's it's just a nice role to have, and the the name you get given is is a nice name to have. Um, I, I my own grandma, I wanted to call her. My brother and I wanted to call her Grandma Lima Ding Dong, which she uh, was not a big fan of. But we kept doing it behind her back after she asked us not to. Mm. And uh, I wish she'd have just accepted it because being called grandmother, which is what she preferred, it's a little heavy handed.
1: Absolutely, um, it is
0: yes, yeah, because her grandmother was called grandmother rather than grandma. Um, we mostly use grandma eventually. Um, but I think... I mean, hopefully you're not spelling Nana the silly way that much. Uh, and you can just say it and kind of get away with it. Um, <laughs> That's I might true. Sort of say something like, hey, listen. Um, without meaning any disrespect, we're not going to do that.
1: Mm. Mm. Well, here's the thing. I feel like... Maybe she says I wonder if she has confronted her mother about this yet. I'm not sure. Uh, When people go, I'm reading through the letter again. I don't think so. I'm not sure if she's mentioned how silly she feels this name is.
0: Yeah. So maybe talk to her about it first,
1: but I don't know. Here's the thing I've learned from, I mean, uh, you let it slip. I have a niece. This niece decide she. Um, just came up with a name for her grandmother and it was not the one that my mother her grandmother chose i think she wanted uh yeah maybe 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 a classic grandma or something but my niece went with someone else someone else she chose another woman to call grandma <laughs> and you know what my, i'm not gonna lie my mother was disappointed for about two days maybe three days and now she loves the name that my niece calls her so i think you know what as much as this lady as much as nana wants this very special nana name i think the kid is going to come up with one and the kid is going to dictate what the nana is called ellie how do you feel
0: Oh, fantastic. I think that'd be a great solution. Uh, the way it plays out for me with my unusually spelled nickname. Please. Just if someone spells it differently, that's fine.
1: You don't get upset.
0: because, well, No, no, because it makes it makes more sense. You know, like I can see why they're doing it. Like it, it phonetically yeah. and visually makes more sense. So.
1: Right, right. But again, this lady has empathy for her mother. Or I should say compassion. Does it get frustrating seeing her name misspelled so much?
0: It's it's compassionate of her to think of, of the way her mom feels that way, but not really.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I get my last name wrong a lot. It's close to a few. I, I guess it's an unusual spelling. Uh, Lila. No, not that one. But yeah, I don't get upset. I wouldn't say I get upset. I have a very common first name, of course, so people don't really get that wrong. And I get my last name spelt wrong all the time. And you know what? I laugh it off.
0: Yeah, there you go. She'll be laughing so much with her granddaughter, she'll forget about it. It'll be a great time.
1: It'll be a great time. Can you remember how I, I mean, geez, I'm just looking at this. N-A-N apostrophe N-A-H. Why the fuss, you know? Geez, that doesn't even look nice. Like, I suggest you (laughs) write it down for yourself. I guess it's kind of symmetrical a little bit, but I don't like it. I don't like it one bit.
0: I feel like both of the mothers in these examples need more hobbies. (laughs) Be doing more, like get, let you know, introduce knitting, get them into like a choir, Absolutely. you know, get them to mini
1: golf. Maybe volunteer something your time for other people. Mm. Yeah, I think you might be. I think you might be right. And unfortunately, that does seem to be the advice for most questions. <laughs> Just do something good for other people. Um, Ellie, is there anything to add for Ruth Newcomb? I mean, I think we figured it out. You're gonna, I think your grandma, I think Nana, she's gonna, f- this will fizzle out. I think a name will be found that will appease everybody. I just have faith. I have faith it'll happen.
0: Yeah. I wish Ruth and Nana all the best. I will send them a barrage of air kisses, um, and to the daughter as well, the granddaughter. Thank you. Um, that they all can all get out of the situation and think about things that are, uh, you know, like a little more critical
1: absolutely speaking of i think look we've reached the end of the advice questions which means we're almost out of time with you my incredible guest ellie gill let me ask you i should have maybe asked you this before is there anything you'd like to plug how do our listeners either live right now or later on on the internet how do they hear from you how do they get (laughs) maybe not in touch with you but your work
0: yeah, um so I put my writing up at elizabethgill.com, dot com, dot com. It's Elizabeth with an S, unfortunately. But you know, <laughs> there you go. Um and then I'm going up at the Comedy Nest tonight. Um Ooh. it's new jokes night. So I'm I'm telling a new joke on the theme. The theme is bad marketing, so I'm gonna be telling a joke about that, which if I a if I win the best of the night, I become uh, fabulously wealthy. So they'll give me twenty oh dollars. And then on Sunday I'm going up at the brass door at eight PM on a show called Raw. I'm doing five minutes there. I'm going to try and debut a joke about uh, pigeons. <clears throat> I saw some pigeons acting a little bit inappropriate <laughs> the other day. I'm going to try try a joke about that. Uh, but it's been such a pleasure to phone what, in.
1: First off, what a tease for that joke. Oh, if, I, if that doesn't bring people out, I don't know what will. Ellie, I'm so Bye. glad you're killing it on this scene. Uh, I, at the risk of sounding weird and condescending. Uh, you're new. You're, you, you've been. You've, you're blasting through this scene like a whirlwind starfish. I mean,
0: <laughs> uh, I like, shooting star. I try to blast through.
1: You gotta. If listeners w- go see Ellie live, you're you you're in for a treat. All right, get in Thank before you. she's explodes like a shooting starfish. <laughs>
0: All right. have a good rest of yes, your show.
1: That's the worst compliment I've ever given. Thank you for all doing the- this, Ellie. I, I can't thank you enough. Have a wonderful night. I will see you soon. Kill it tonight. Right. Bye bye. Bye bye. And that's it. There goes Ellie Gill. Goodbye. Wonderful person, wonderful writer, wonderful comedian. Go see her live. That's all I was trying to say. Sure, I stumbled on my words. There's no water in here. Where's my water bottle? Hey. No, I'm not upset. Okay, let's... I think it's about time. It's about damn time we hear some ads. We hear some Lizzo. (laughs) And we hear... Some commercials. You know how it goes. So we're going to do this right now. We'll be right back with a little bit more Advice by the Fireplace right after this. But first, an ad break. Goodbye.
0: Do you want to have a discussion about movies?
1: I'm going to make them an offer
0: he can't refuse. And have the iconic sounds of cinema? Well, tune in to At The Movies with iconic sounds every Tuesday from 8 to 9 a.m. Only on CJLO 1690
1: AM in Montreal with your hosts Remy
0: and Danny. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. We are all money. You are listening to CJLO Montreal. Montreal, Montreal. Get your COVID-19 vaccines. A message from CJLO 1690 a.m. CJLO in Concordia University
1: sits on the traditional territory of the Mohawk, or the Ganagahaga people. The island called Montreal is known as Dardake in the language of Ganagaha, and has historically been a meeting place for other indigenous nations, including the Algonquin people.
0: Calling all you hip-hop heads, NDG's favorite urban music festival is back! Prévention, CDN, NDG, and Elementality are proud to present the 18th edition of Hip Hop You Don't Stop. Ending the summer on a high note with a weekend full of performances, art showcases, dance battles, and community gatherings. Featured artists include Mackie Lavender, Miriam Sassy, Remy Picasso, Super Freddy, Sir Louis III, Dash, Lil DZ, and more. It's all going down September 16th to 18th, and it's all free. Visit Linktree.com slash HHYDSMontreal for information and stay connected because hip-hop doesn't stop here. Hip Hop You Don't Stop is brought to you with the support of Canadian Heritage and La Ville de Montréal.
1: CJLO. 1690 AM. We're back. We just had Ellie Gill on the show. She was incredible. Thoughtful. Funny. Great speaking voice. And now, it's the C Block. The least organized, rambly part of the show. No, it's okay. I have things to say this week. Let me just repeat one more time before I get into it. If you want to hear your advice letter read on the internet, on the radio, or or live, because I'll just show up at your house if you need me to, whatever you need, advice by the fireplace at gmail.com write in let me hear from you i want to hear from you okay if you're listening to this and you think should i write in yes do it send me something silly send me something serious whatever you want advice by the fireplace at gmail.com we got one real letter i'm grateful love this woman i'd love another one Also, look, you can write in. I mean, re- uh, phone in. You can write these numbers on your phone and then it'll dial. 514-940-3095. That number again. 514-940-3095. If somebody calls in right now, I will answer live on air, okay? 514-940-3095. But until somebody calls, you know what? I'm just gonna talk about the Emmys. Did you watch them? Ooh, it was a good Emmys this year. It actually wasn't, but the winners were good. You know I love an award show. I've talked about the Oscars. I've been bitten by the Oscar bug before. This year I was a little sick. Came down with Oscar fever. But it's all about the Emmys, Emmys today. Succession, Succession was successful, won won several Emmys, Best Supporting Actor, Best Drama, congratulations to Brian Cox and everybody he yells at on that show, a Culkin, hopefully they can get another Culkin on that thing. Two Culkins What a dream. What is this? Uh that movie two of them were in together? Igby Goes Down or something? I don't know. The White Lotus was not the White Low Loser. <laughs> the White Loser, my nickname, when I studied abroad that one year, ended up winning Best Supporting Actress in a Short show For Jennifer Coolidge Who is looking Jennifer Hottage I don't mind saying Stifler's mom, she's still A butte, A hilarious One of my faves Marry me Jennifer Also best drama Mini show Congratulations to the White Lotus Very excited for season Duh It's French. It's not. But Squid Game was not French either. But very exciting. Best Actor. First win for a non-English speaking person at the Emmys. Lee Jung Jae, I believe. Squid Game. Incredible. Yum, yum, yum. I wish I had... Remember how much I talked about how much I liked licking earlier? Remember that game where they had to lick that thing? God, I want to play that so bad. And if the risk is I die at the end, I'll do it. I just wanted to lick that sugar. Ted Lasso was a big winner. Jason Sudeikis. Best actor in a comedy. Good for him. He deserves something good after how horribly his ex-wife has been treated lately. I'm kidding. Boy, what a story that is. Don't worry, darling. Oh, I'm worried. What's happening over there at Venice? I wish we could talk about that more. Spit. Did he spit? Anyway, I don't like any of them. Including Jason can Him and his lasso. Ted Lasso. I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen the show. I assume it's about a cowboy who does like a talk. I've seen those talks on the internet. I don't know what that's about. Okay, I don't know. I don't watch Apple. I'm a Hulu man. And sure it's not available in Canada. I use a VPN. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> that wasn't funny enough to be a fun joke. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just maybe it sounds like I'm just talking about what I do. I don't use a VPN. Are you listening, government? Leave me alone. Congratulations to every big winner at the Emmys. We had, um, we had Best Lead Actress in a Comedy Series went to, uh, Hacks, which I didn't, I didn't realize I was nominated for that. <laughs> no, that went to Gene Smart, which is not what people say to me when I put on my denims. They say, Gene, not smart. Take those off. And not in a sexy way. (sighs) Abbott Elementary, my dear Quinta. (laughs) And also, very excited, that Outstanding Competition program. Went to Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls spelt G R R R L S. Finally, I've been saying for years the winner of the reality competition program had too many vowels, so many eyes in these words that win. (laughs) That's my big takedown of Lizzo. It's about damn time, okay. We're coming in for the close here, folks. And before we do, maybe this episode will win an Emmy next year. Hmm? Can't wait. But I'm very excited to plug something. I'm only going to plug it today and next week because then it'll be done. Hopefully I'll record it. Oh, I don't know how to do the sound of a projector. I'm trying to do sound effects these days. Not good at them. Ah, yes, you are. Ah, That was a crowd sound. This show is a live show happening Friday, September 23rd at Cafe Cleopatra. It's called Stand Up the Game Show, hosted and created by me, Daniel Karen. This is happening. This is exciting. The promo blitz has started. It's everywhere. We got a billboard at Times Square. Uh, we got a billboard at Decary Square. And we have a billboard at the Square Guy's apartment. I know he's really boring. And I put but he has a lot of wall space. And it's near a window, so. Please come to the show. Stand up the game show. It's a game show based around stand up comedy. The theme is whoever wins will be the greatest stand up comedian because they will have passed all these tests, been awarded points in games and competitions. There's some improv, there's some stand up, some storytelling, some zaniness. It's all comedy. It's happening live Friday, September 23rd at 8 p.m. Cafe Cleopatra. You can go to Eventbrite, stand up comedy, the game, sh- I mean, stand up, the game show. If you type in comedy, I swear to God. And if you bring up that I said stand-up comedy the game show, I swear to God. Look at Facebook. It's there. Please come to this show. Sean Stanhouse is going to be on it. Not a former guest. But Chris Vendito, Amanda McQueen, Lucy Gervais, three former guests, three incredible comedic minds. And Sean Stanhouse is also there. He's very funny, but I'm mad he hasn't been on the show yet. So he doesn't get his full flowers. Okay, we give flowers on this show. We like to give out when people deserve their flowers, okay? This is going to be a great show. Come to it. Friday, September 23rd. I'll mention it next week again. But until then, look, we don't have much time left. I want to thank Allison, Calvin, Chris, everybody here at CJLO. For letting us do this show each and every week. I can't believe it. Why haven't they kicked me out yet? Have they heard this show? Have they heard? How stupid I am. Uh-oh, I'm starting to crash. What's wrong with me? Uh oh. Usually my self-loathing doesn't kick in until about 6 15 PM. Came early this week. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's the tonight? Underlay, underlay, mama, Ia, yeah, Ia. Yeah. Uh-oh. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back to feeling great. All right, let's party, baby. I want to thank Corey Gandel for his theme each and every week. It's an incredible theme, and I'm so glad to keep using it. No copyright problems here. He made it for me. In fact, copyright problems, if you want to use it, you got to go through us. And I'm folding my arms like a security guard. If you could see me right now. Somebody take a picture. I'm trying trying so hard with the sounds. I'm not good at it. I'm sorry to complain. (laughs) Most of all, I want to thank each of you for listening to this show. We're back next week with a whole new guest. An incredible comedian who I have lined up. One of the best. One of my favorites. I'm not kidding. We have more questions coming up. Hopefully you can write in one more time. Advice by the fireplace at gmail.com. Please write me. Write me. And if you don't, you know what? Bite me, all right? Can I say that on the radio? I hope so. Because I just did. Am I going to get fined again? Look, you know I lit a cigarette in the studio last week. And I'm going to do it again. Fine. Hey, I'll take the fine. All right? People say I fake smoke weird. They say it's too loud. But I say, you've never heard me smoke in real life. You'd think, a, you'd think a Roomba just walked in. That's how much noise I make when I smoke a cigarette. I'm at, I Honestly, sometimes I scream. I take a big puff, and I just yell at the top of my lungs. I say, what are you doing? I say, I'm, sm- I'm being cool. I'm smoking. You ever watched a James Dean movie? He smokes, he yells, okay? And then I say, get off my back. And I ride my motorcycle into a bunch of trash cans. I say, are you okay? I say, of course I'm okay. I'm cool. And I take another puff from my cigarette and another scream at the heavens. I do this at least once a week. Speaking of once a week, we're going to be back next week for another episode of Advice by the Fireplace. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Dan Lila. I'll be back next week. And I hope you will too. Hmm, I sound that's like the perfect ending but i have another 22 seconds left you know what let me just say one more time advice by the fireplace at gmail.com please write me in write me into your script if you're writing a script i want to be a character i don't even have to play myself name someone Daniel we'll see you next time folks have a wonderful night bye bye
0: caring is sharing Your heart's desires in conversations by the fire with Den, Lila, Karen. We'll see you next time.